0: On this episode of the Gnostic Deluge, we're doing a smorgasbord. We talk about fermentation, the Tao Te Ching, 1984, Isaac Asimov's foundation, American occultism, and many other random topics. So enjoy! Welcome. Welcome. Oh, Yeah, I, I did it. Shoot. Welcome to the Gnostic Deluge. We didn't even say that last time. Did I, we not say that? I don't think Uh-oh. so. So the people are going to be like, what am I even listening what to? What is this? Welcome to the Gnostic Deluge, a very special episode. Yep. A little thing we like to call smorgasbord. the smorgasbord. So, Do you call it Smorgasbord or Smorgasborg? We <laughs> We're just going to... I'm just going to record you saying that because that's every time. Bored. (laughs) Smorgasbord. Okay. B-O-R-D.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I keep on thinking. I know. Then I I hear you say it. I said
0: smorgasbord.
1: For some reason in my Uh, mind, I hear it. Yeah.
0: Well, so uh, this is where we talk about whatever's going on. And this is a good one because we just did an episode um on some uh, topic that brandon picked yeah compensation compensation and if you listen to it you will be compensated you will you know what i love? maybe not physically uh monetarily definitely not monetarily
1: and keep in mind that there will be a consequence right away when you listen to this it might not come around for a while
0: wait so not right away but well there'll be one planted right away Right. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed that one. Um, that's one that Brandon has. He's he's a big R... Here we go again, right? W-E fan. R-W-E. Let's just get it. R-W-E. That's um, too long. R-W-E. Yeah, Emerson. He's a big Emerson fan. Yep. And he's been... So, uh, and there's a lot of really neat stuff in there. So I think... Oh, yeah, I'm going to try to definitely be thinking about that i guess the more you know the thing is the more that you learn about these kind of things the more naturally you're able to implement them in your life hopefully hey mark so.
1: hey i'm gonna throw one out here for you what's the reason why i'm doing this is because <laughs> live <you> li- <laughs> i'm London. doing this like be- have you ever heard of henry david thoreau
0: yeah Walden and okay. yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, civil disobedience. Yeah. yeah, okay. So you're you're well versed with Thoreau. No, I'm not, not well versed. I don't think anybody has actually read Walden. But do you know who you know? You don't think anybody anybody's read Walden? I think it's one of those ones. I started to read, try to oh, read yeah. it. Yeah. So do you know
1: who owned Walden Pond?
0: His dad or his father-in-law?
1: I don't. There, I don't. Maybe God. Emerson? Emerson owned it. Really? Yeah walden pond really yeah actually he didn't own it he owned the land on this on that bank of walden pond that so he didn't that, own the pond I, he owned I,
0: i've it. heard all kinds of things about uh now i'm confused who it is what's his name henry henry david henry david that, Thoreau. like every he'd just go out there and then every night he'd go home and eat with his mom and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> like no. do a homemade thing he's like i'm going to go and build a house on the wood. So what he did was he um, he was a
1: friend with Ralph Waldo Emerson. Okay. Yeah. And he was getting ready to, he wanted to prepare to write a book that he ended up writing. Walden wasn't, he ended up
0: writing Walden as kind of a bonus. Like he went to prepare for a different book. It's funny because that, that, that's his biggest one. His most known work.
1: Yeah. And so uh, Emerson was like, hey, I own this little piece of land on Walden Pond uh you can, you know, head out there and so what Henry Walt, Henry David Thoreau did or David like, Henry we, Thoreau. We have to... Thoreau. What Thoreau did was he actually like built this little tiny cabin which in those days in the eighteen hundreds was like as big as like a a stand like a bedroom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He built this little cabin and he actually lived there for like a year or two and he basically was a hermit that's cool yeah and that's what the whole that's what
0: walden is about is that is that a couple year well uh, he was part of the transcendent transcendentalist trans transcendentalist movement yeah. too so these guys but actually his, his thing on civil disobedience is really good then that's a short one and he made the neck that. he made Have the, you read that one no, i haven't yet he made the neck beard really cool too the neck beard heck yeah dude make neck beards big again should we
1: get into neck beards and then (laughs)
0: like serious i've seen pictures okay like yeah he's got this like freaking i mean he's like okay he would shave shave here shave the face and then just his neck (laughs) i mean hey whatever floats your boat i guess you're living by walden pond oh i'm gonna crack I i started doing this you're like thirsty well okay so speaking of neck beards (laughs) <laughs> because, well, no, <laughs> no, neck beards. Okay, neck beards are usually, uh, they're called uh, hipsters. Yeah. You know, usually they'll have, like, they'll have a neck beard. You know, sure, it's hipsters. called hipsters. will be wearing a hat and having a yeah. neck beard, you know, some kind of, but, so we're drinking, what would this be called? Uh, hand, not handcrafted, but, you know, kind of a hipster drink. It
1: is. It's brewed. It has, it has, um, fermented uh, stuff in it so it's brewed
0: so we're yeah so it's fermenta Fentimans, botanically brewed traditional rose lemonade yeah oh i bet you tanya would like this she loves rose for some reason oh no, i should
1: have brought another one
0: yeah what the heck should I, oh, hopefully she doesn't watch this one okay don't watch yeah i
1: okay, brought so, i brought a Fentimans so product a nice, about a nice year ago remember pink
0: yeah but that was the one that was like Okay. (laughs) If you've ever smelled rose perfume, Hmm. it tastes like that. It reminds me of pickles, pickle juice. It's probably that fermented ginger in there. Pickle juice.
1: Now that you said pickle juice,
0: I almost smell it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I love, actually, you know what? There's nothing better to me than at the end of eating a thing of Claussen's pickles to take a couple sips of that juice.
1: Oh, yeah. So...
0: So, that's a. This is a that's thing. Interesting. So, okay. I wouldn't I think say it's because of the taste of rose with the le- this kind of sourness of the lemon mm-hmm. lemonade, it makes. That's why it's the pickle. Oh my gosh, <coughs> it's yep. several pickles. So they should change it to pickle juice. Pickle juice, pink,
1: pink pickle juice. Pink
0: pickle juice. So that's the Fentimans. Um I wouldn't say it's something that you would like crave. Like gosh. Who else could go for a rose lemonade right about now <laughs> but actually you know what pickle juice is pretty refreshing and it's got a lot of uh, nutrients so if ever you're dehydrated that's your go-to right there
1: so i have a tar i i do orders from target and they ship to my house and last week i did an order and do they have any interesting
0: ginger beers you can get from there?
1: i haven't checked really on, but anyways i made this order a few weeks ago a few weeks ago, I made an order. Where I got some Clausen pickles coming in, mm. and they delivered them. And they're the sandwich sliced ones, right? Wait,
0: did they do, had better have delivered them and have refrigerated? It was. Oh, it was yeah, yeah,
1: Okay, yeah. No, that's how Clausens are supposed to be, right? Yeah. Well, anyways, I ordered. I made another order last week. I didn't order any pickles, but some came in the order for some yes. reason.
0: Score! It was
1: It was Clausen's spi- spicy
0: spears. Spicy spears? Spicy spears. You have No Clausen's With a C. Yeah. yeah
1: Clausen. Yeah, yeah. Spicy Spears and? Yeah. They were they were fantastic. Yeah, they're a little spicy Ooh. and then they're like they're the wedge shaped ones. You know? Oh,
0: Brandon. Now we're gonna have pickle tasting. And so they
1: dropped them off and I was like, I didn't order this.
0: And I'm like, do I say anything? Of course, and of course him. I'll being, leave it up in the no air whether I did or not. Let's just say something happened. Let's just say they were eaten.
1: Let's just say that the lady who delivered them got a fat tip that day. Of a Clausen. No. A financial tip. Oh, yeah. You tip the deliverer person. You do? You do it online like after they deliver the stuff, then it says how was your experience. I don't, I don't know how it is. So after, you, after they the target shipper the target shopper delivers the stuff, then it asks you how it went and if you want to tip the shopper or not. She got a shiny quarter. She got a little more than normal because I'm What's like, thanks for the cloths and Spears. Yeah. Well, so. That was a lot of compensation for her. She hooked me up with some spicy Claussen and Spears. She got about an extra $5 on the tip.
0: That's weird that they would give you spicy. I mean, it sounds great, though. I got a spicy pickle actually sitting in my fridge. Yeah. That I bought like months ago. At Circle K. It's still good? Is, are you going to eat it still? Yeah, they're good for like, they're good for, <laughs> I mean, they're just sitting in vi- vinegar. You got to think about that. I've tried to make my own pickles. Mm-hmm. Okay, naturally fermented pickles are not, oops, are not what you think. They don't taste like regular, like, I haven't, pickles. I haven't done, I have now. I've done they're, fermented they're, foods. I haven't done pickles. They're more sour. That's what it would, I would, I would guess. I mean, okay, if you make your own sauerkraut, that tastes like sauerkraut. hmm but, for, but pickles, naturally fermented are different. They're not as good. So then I, because I wanted the fermentation, the what is that, the probiotics yeah. and stuff, natural. Um, but they just don't taste as good. But I made a knockoff of Claussen's pickles, and it they tasted really good. But you use vinegar for that, like white vinegar.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. So, but we it, should do some. We should um. Do some fermentations. I know that you've gotten involved in some in the past. Yeah, I've only done sauerkraut. And have you ever heard of Rejuvelac? No. I've done Rejuvelac. What the heck is Rejuvelac? You, you remember, do you remember? Do you remember the book? Extreme, I think it's called Extreme Fermentation by Sandor Sandor Uh uh-uh. Ah.
0: Oh, maybe it was just me. Extreme fermentation. I know and there's was, there's a whole
1: yeah. What it is? What Rejuvelac is is you you um. You, what's it called? You germinate wheat berries, uh-huh. right? Like you're, like you're sprouting them. Yeah. And every every day or maybe not, I can't. What's every day? I think it's every, I think after three days, what you do is when you're sprouting grains, you have to like rinse them out. Yeah. Well, with this, you keep the rinse. With this, you keep the rinse and you pour it into another container, uh-huh. and then you pour clean water into the sprouted and you do the normal thing. But you keep the you keep the you keep the old. Um water right yeah and it's basically like probiotic filled water oh okay and then you can add a little sweetener to it if you want or just drink it like it is because mm-hmm. it's already sweet because the wheat the sprouted wheat actually is kind of sweet okay and so it's kind of like this sweet fermented drink that really gives like it way it's like there's a I think, i think that's why it's called rejuvelac it really like if you now when you when you're really like exhausted and then you drink like a drink that has a lot of electrolytes you can feel like rejuvenation like Mm -hmm. you know this is that's what this This, this is except for it has a little bit of a fermentation bite to it Hmm. Hmm. it's got
0: maybe some carbonation and stuff yeah well that's cool well i mean yeah uh, they've been doing ferment fermentation for i mean that's part of the whole egyptian thing bread and beer yeah they're buried with you know, I was just looking at your t shirt. He's got Thoth on it. Yeah. Our good friend, Hermes Trismegistus. Our good
1: friend here, D-D-Juti, How How How's the name you pronounce? You know, you know, Thoth is actually pronounced
0: like. Oh, yeah, something. Da or did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like Thoth. Or but people even say Thoth. Thoth, yeah. yeah. Like, Get
1: it out. Like it's like tooth. You gotta put an E in the end for the O to be a well, heightened vowel, right? That's why I always say, like, hey, there's no E in the end. Don't call it Thoth, right? But if you're okay, spell tooth,
0: T-O-O-T-H, right? Well,
1: that's because the double vowels, the double vowels make it heightened. But at one single vowel, it can only be heightened by one. It has to have have a. Okay, guys,
0: we got you. We figured it out. We
1: got it. Hey, don't say, don't say Thoth. Yeah, say Thoth. Really dumb.
0: (laughs) And. (laughs) <laughs> we just figured it out I forgot there was I was thinking it was Double O Yeah Thuth. So
1: it's not He's Thuth would sound like A A, a um, HP Lovecraft type uh,
0: Creature Thuth Thuth Yeah Oh we're, we're watching this Show
1: Oh are you watching that one Yeah It's. it's okay. I haven't I haven't I know that if, it, if I know that it if exists If you're into
0: uh, Racism and HP Lovecraft It's a great show Oh really Interesting <laughs> I'll have to read the it's, notes It's kind of it. interesting Because it's in the, from the 50s But we watched the second episode, and oh, this is uh, H.P. Love or Lovecraft Country. I think it's called. yeah. I haven't seen it. And uh, the second episode, like it just didn't go together very well. Like there's they just kind of jumped around. How you liking that pickle juice? You know what? I think Fentimans. The last one we had was it was also weird. Yeah, it was a burdock. It's got to be good for you. Yeah, drink. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, yeah, man. Pickle juice. What we're gonna have to start getting is that um. Oh, who's the big uh, like craft soda company?
1: The big Lovecraft soda company? No. What do you say?
0: Craft well, we get- soda.
1: Oh, Jones.
0: Yeah, they make they they actually have like a pickle juice flavored oh one. Oh my gosh, I think I've heard of that. Yeah.
1: We'll see. We're drinking it right now. Pickle. This is actually Jones's pickle juice soda. So anyway, I, oh, I, I efficiently derailed I the beginning craft, of the episode. Lovecraft
0: Country. Um, it's okay. Okay. Like, the thing, like it, it's funny because they have they. There's a secret um, society in there, and it's this society of the golden. It's not dawn, but it's sunrise or something like because mm-hmm. i was i was like wait this is that book i got the golden yeah. dawn but uh and the like cultists yeah so they're trying to open the garden of eden at okay. least in this episode i don't know yeah. where it's going to go from here but like so they had to use this guy to try to to open the garden of eden so they can live forever or something interesting but and that i'm like what does that have to do with hp lovecraft i think that i think they've taken
1: a spin they've taken liberties on other stories that he's written because he
0: does he have like magic and stuff and mages and um yeah kind of i mean i guess he's you would consider people could consider him an occultist type writer
1: yeah i would in,
0: in certain definitions yeah i i i'm not a big fan of the stuff i've read by him are you i've i am you are yeah okay um because i read the or listened to the hill house or the house in the the one where the guys a fish oh yeah <laughs> and i was like okay
1: yeah I mean, there's a few there's a few i i like my favorite one is a short one it's called the uh, whether the old man the terrible old man i think maybe and then
0: um yeah i i like the few the shorter ones the most the terrible old the man's a good ones. one well, I have, have to check out more. I mean, it was just that one. I was like, I don't know when he was alive, but in the early twenties.
1: Like the call, his most famous work, "The Call of Cthulhu," was written in the nineteen. It was first published
0: in nineteen twenty seven. I'm gonna have to check out "Call of Cthulhu." I remember I, we had a and D type game that was called "Call of Cthulhu." Yeah, it was like an RPG. Yeah, that yeah. we had. I, I don't know if we ever really got playing it. I think Dave was trying to get it going but yeah i've heard of it so uh anyway so uh yeah oh huge okay this is one thing i wanted to talk to you about and if anybody's on audible they just opened released a whole thing where they they have free book a bunch of free books now oh, i've heard about this so awesome i'm like this finally you know, it's like I, a streaming service, right? Was, well no, it's it's the same exact their same service except for they added a whole bunch of books to their list okay. and they're adding new ones every okay. month. So I got it there was a bunch of free books that I you know I got like nineteen eighty four, mm-hmm. just recently listened to it, and maybe we'll have something on that. They really depressed me though. <laughs> Master Eckhart's Book of Secrets.
1: Oh, I it's one of the I almost put it on the list you know that looks i get you oh you did you, yeah really yeah
0: well maybe if um you know like the i these are just some of the ones i got the doors of perception by Aldous huxley i think it's all about mm-hmm. his kind of tripping on yeah lsd and, he
1: has his, uh, his, his he has another book more popular than that that's kind of like 1984 right oh yeah that i that i A brave new world bra- yeah
0: that's like that's one of the Whenever, because I read 1984 first, and then I read Brave New World. I was like, oh, well, this is, and it's not, it's nowhere near as good as 1984. So I've heard
1: the, that's how it is. Yeah. If you read Brave New World first, then you don't care for 1984. Oh,
0: 2001. Really? I've heard
1: that. I I haven't. The opposite? I've heard I've heard that it goes
0: both ways. Okay. Well, unfortunately, I did it yeah, the you, other you way. Can so you can only do it one way. I'll never love, I'll mm-hmm. never have any love for brave new world but 2001 okay which is really good yeah by um what's it who is arthur that? c clark arthur c clark okay um so those are just a few that i got actually did i see that for free and has the 12th planet now yeah. a uh, 12th planet yeah. that's really yeah the by zachariah sitchin she but has... the one i'm listening to right now is called the cult america hmm. who's the author um mitch horowitz it's really interesting because it's talking about how the the origins of of kind of the occult in America I, I guess. bet I bet it's really deep but it's it's talking about okay the, there's there's in New York a, a area that and I think over to Pennsylvania stuff there's the thing called the burnover district you've heard about you know where there is this religious fervor going on in the 1800s yeah. mm-hmm. and there's this They kept on preaching and preaching. That's where a lot of these things came from. Mormonism. um, Seventh-day Adventist. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think.
1: Christian Christian science. Yeah,
0: Christian science. All this stuff. You know, uh, the Ouija board came out. Anyway, all this different stuff came out of that area. There was a huge occult thing that happened there. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, or so, you know, all these experimentations and kind of new... And that's where the new thought that's thing ideas came up yeah that were a lot of stuff that you You're know right. we're kind of talking about so anyway it's really interesting to hear about the history of it I wish I you know could was taking notes as I have but I'm saying if anybody's interested in that this is a really cool book because it goes into like how we even got the Ouija board yeah it's interesting you know and then talking about you know there's uh the uh like in big where there's that the fortune teller yeah The know? the machine yeah right. there's Zoran or yeah, whatever i not remember that you know and uh, it would, and then all of a sudden pops out a little thing take it uh the guy that invented that you wow. know and and then there was this guy that wrote these <clears throat> things like i saw heaven you know i talked to god he put out these ads and then all these people respond to him and he would send him a booklet and to, to teach him how to this is a really interesting little book you don't realize how deeply the occult or you know and that, that makes it sound evil
1: but unfortunately because of
0: the way the words used to yeah because it's a cult but this is even talking about that this is just saying how what a bit huge tradition of the occult yeah oh well, it's everywhere look i mean you look at our it's in our oh my God, it's everywhere well yeah with ma- masons and i didn't realize that that the masons were actually really an anti-catholic kind of oh neither did i that they were uh as far as i understand and that might have been one of the big reasons the founding fathers because there was a very strong anti-catholic thing mm-hmm. even up into into the 1960s whenever john f kennedy i remember i remember hearing about, <laughs> i remember reading about that yeah, yeah so it was just an interesting cause they were worried that the Pope was going to control him or whatever is supposed yeah, supposed to idea. But I'm just saying like, I mean, well, if you look at the way different things are laid out and, and Dan Brown, actually, if you ever read any of his, his books,
1: he plays around with it.
0: Yeah. He basically takes other people's books and then puts it into like Holy blood, Holy Grail. Yeah. yeah. Or the other one was the one about the 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 masons in in washington dc yeah and how the whole thing's laid out you know according to, and was did done on certain days and stuff and what but anyway it's just really interesting read and th- this doesn't go into that part about it you know with the masons and stuff but mitch, anyway, it's, mitch it's, horowitz it's, yeah and, and it's, it's like i said that's where i found out oh well actually ralph waldo emerson is one of the the you know people th- that really influenced the new thought movement, and, yeah, you know, that happened, kind of the reemergence of or this power of positive thinking kind of thing.
1: Yep, yeah. so, interesting. Yeah, there's a um, there's a book that I have by Gary lackman that kind of talks about that a little bit, but more modern. Uh, by the still, same guy, the, G- the yeah. old blondie
0: guy. Yeah, it's it's I can't remember what it's called. Oh, so you got another book by him? I have a few books by him. You're a fan, huh?
1: Well, did you ever finish that book? Yeah, the other one. Yeah, the Quest for Hermes. Want me to hand it over to you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want to read it. <laughs> my, it's a my my fr- I mean, my didn't... frustration with his books is none of them are on audiobook, and so it's hard, you know.
0: It takes it takes longer to get through things. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's. But it didn't look like it was a really long book or anything. No, it wasn't.
1: I have a few by him. He also has like a autobiography on, or which is it auto or biography? Anyways, he does a, he writes a book on um, a guy named Rudolph Rudolf Steiner.
0: You ever heard of him? Uh huh. He's like a modern. You know who's another big person? Hermetic guy. Rudolph Steiner. I don't know. Yeah. 'Cause I well I'm I'm just getting into even knowing about anything about Hermetics, so but oh gosh, some guy No, I can't I had his name. Strasburg? no. Anyway, whatever. But uh so what do you want to talk about, Brandon? Well I already what threw What do you got going on? I threw in the um
1: I started everybody everything off with the uh the laughter
0: about the neckbeard and neckbeards and uh and Thorough. Okay, so one of the next things we're gonna be talking about is the Tao Dao Ching.
1: Yeah, I thought that'd be I've ever I've always wanted to so I've gone through a few different versions of that. Yeah, me too. And um I like a there's there's some that I like more than others. And then I recently found the version that I share with you and I thought it was really interesting. By
0: the beast. Yeah. Himself. <laughs> Alistair Crowley. It's interesting because Alistair Crowley's got a very yes uh, bad tainted. He's got yeah rap, but his early stuff a lot. It was really influential. He was he was big in. I mean, he was one of the, the first to expose or release what happened with the in the golden dawn mm-hmm. you know their ceremonies and different things yeah. he was one of the the kind of intellectuals that at the beginning and then he ended up going off his own way yeah you know and supposedly was a spy and correct you yeah
1: know, like i think this is when he i think it was when he when he did this translation of his own Oh, the Dao Te Ching. I think this is this is post Golden
0: Dawn. Well, I don't think it's it's not a, it's not a translation. His int- it's, a, well, it's, it's his interpretation. It's a transliteration. Transliteration. Isn't that what they would call it? I know. There's always a. Well, but yeah. So it's it's his him taking it, and I think he might have worked with somebody that actually translated it, and then him putting it because in his own in his own words. Yeah. So it it's interesting the way he does it because you're like, oh yeah, you know, it kind of. Shows it in more, uh, or not in more of a, but the way it's worded is kind of a hermetic, connects it better, connects it better. Yeah. That's it, that's what a, the word I was looking for. So, do the Tao whenever because I'm just listening to a version on on a uh, LibriVox, yeah, and it's really good. You're like, whoa. And then you're. This is all like it's just funny how everything's related, you know. Whenever it comes to yeah. spirituality or whatever, like you're like, wait, this is the exact same thing. This is saying like because they're. Well, we'll we'll talk about it, but the one, you know, becoming two. Different thing, you know, and then that but we'll, we'll we'll discuss it.
1: That, so that's like what you're. What you're doing is you're just giving a little bit of a.
0: uh, Heads up,
1: like that's what's coming for but
0: us. But the big, the interesting thing or the sucky thing about having works that are translated, which is actually most of the stuff, mm-hmm. but is that it just depends on the translation you get. Like we had the same thing with Epictetus. Yeah, you're right. It is. You're right. We had two different, uh, where it's like, oh, I didn't like that one. And also, you read it, and I'm like, wait, that makes sense. And I was like, wait that's not mindset this you know that's the
1: huge that's the huge issue with language and the the kind of the uh, the price you pay is when you're going through something that's old and you can't translate it yourself or even if you can you know like i kind of like like oh, i gotta teach myself uh enough the thing is it would take me forever to learn they'll learn yeah the learn chinese well enough
0: <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying you, you're way you're better you're probably if that's your field if, yeah whatever you're better off just studying other people's because and and just trying to work it through your own language because translate always translation is not only taking the word, the actual literal words, but also you're putting interpretation. it into an interpretation into the language and culture that you are in. That's why, that's why I think that what's his name, uh, Alistair Crowley's one works so well is because he's putting it into a context that, if you're, you're right, if you know anything about or are beginning to learn about, you know, Hermetic stuff or whatever, yep, or even Christian, sure, no, he, does, he does. You're right. You you read through the Tao and you're like. Whoa, there's all kinds of Christian stuff, too. You find all kinds of things that go that go with what Jesus taught, you know?
1: Keep in, keep in mind that Mark had a couple of sodas before
0: we restarted on this episode. So, yeah, that's why. He... Burping up pickle juice. <laughs> I can't believe that. And look at Brandon. He's, like, committed. He's, like, I'm drinking this. Okay.
1: okay mark has a page let's see what your let's see what your notes have mark i'm interested mark mark has some interesting mm-hmm. things right no my I, I should not I spoil anything
0: oh are you talking about like lex friedman or whatever i don't know you had some things you're listening to that were really, really cool okay well we'll just play this because that yeah yesterday i heard some interesting podcasts What will play this part because oh the, i i read through um yeah i'm interested to talk to you about uh the foundation, oh, Isaac yeah. Asimov's yeah foundation. Like, what you like about it?
1: Have you started a book? You're like, I can't stand it. No, no. What do you like? Did you start book two yet?
0: I started it. Okay, okay. The Mule I, Man. Because I got through, I got through book <laughs> one, and it's interesting enough. You, it's interesting. You're like, it's, okay, but it keeps skipping around to different.
1: It's like this right here. It's like this. Uh, Rose lemonade. It's interesting. You're glad that you tried it, right? Mm-hmm. It's more than that. Though. I don't want to put.
0: I don't want to put. I, I actually love. Sugar, I love foundation. Does no, it? I'm not saying the the first one's not good. I'm just like kind of like okay, where's it going? Yeah, and I'm not telling you to tell me where it's going, but okay, I understand the idea that the guy saw that there' was a destruction coming and like is there a twist okay um, that's all I'm asking yeah so in the, there, there is, there, 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 like is a tw- there, is like, there is a twist and
1: there is a twist in book two
0: okay because I understand the Selden uh, crisis is you know
1: so I think the twist is the twist is when you map out something using this psycho history that that he has right? When you map something out so far, every the farther you go, the more dependent are you are for something to be correct in order. And you know, and then what has, what happens if you were incorrect? About, if you made a miscalculation, you know,
0: it's, yeah, you've gone well. Yeah, it's like it's like that little thing where you got a straight line, you know, and also you make a little teeny correct thing off, and then also it's like. Way just off. I mean we're just tiny. miles off or but whenever of miles the amount off. of time all of a sudden there it's just all the way over you know like so far away
1: so that without spoilers yeah I think that I think that book two will be interesting okay. I remember at the end of book two I was like oh wow this happened this is a really cool thing you know but um
0: really that's what I did I did th- I yeah that's cool because it's not it's not okay it's not as space agey as you think because I thought it was gonna be. All you know, like, but it's written in the sixties yeah, yeah. and stuff. And but yeah, kind of like two thousand one was really good. Did that one's really. Did you already listen to
1: it? You already listened to it. Yeah.
0: Okay. And yeah, no, uh, no, no, no. just the whole idea is like, what? And then it it's just crazy. Like, I i I need to watch the movie. I don't know if I've ever seen it. I know I've seen parts of it, but oh, I just wanted to play this little thing this guy says. Do it. His name is, well, his, this is on Tinfoil Hat with Sam Tripoli, which is one of my favorite conspiracy show. Is that, wait, is that why I recognize it? Is it from you? Have you mentioned him before? For maybe. Okay. But there's this guy on, oops, called, uh, gosh dang it, what was his name?
1: I get it. Tinfoil Hat. I yeah. get it. There's some nerd nerdery to that, isn't there?
0: Yeah. Okay. He's embracing the Tinfoil Hat conspiracy people, you know, like. But this guy named, um, what was his name? Gosh, it's like scrolling so slow.
1: Yeah, you're at the, you're at the mercy of the. Uh... Hey, by the way, thanks for fixing the Spotify thing. What Spotify thing? You, sp- you, you fixed the Nasa Deluges feed on Spotify.
0: Oh, I did, good. Because so I tried. Let's see if this is it. Anyway, I'll find his name. The wisdom of the- at the county fair there's a mason jar full of thousands of gumballs everyone's going to guess how many gumballs in the gumball thing and by the time a hundred people have guessed if you average every guest you're usually within a hundred or 200 of the actual number. If a thousand people guess, you're starting to get within 1% of the actual number of gumballs. Cool. And if more than that guess, you're right on the damn money of how many thousands of gumballs are in that mace. That's called wisdom of the crowd and what's going on with data collection and computers makes that look like preschool at best. Anyway. Preschool at best. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. I, I Going along with the, the foundation, yeah. like in this math, Like like if data collection and if you can get enough data and this is, you know, from different people, you can, you can calculate exactly, you know, down to the number. And he's like, and he, they were talking about it in, 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 uh, the idea of, uh, data collection for computer companies and how, how they're basically able to determine, you know, and how scary of an idea that is yeah yeah and like think about if governments could do that or something like or they're trying you know they're always trying to manipulate you and that was kind of along the lines of the seven hermetic principles and also 1984 it's all about manipulate manipulation and getting the people to do what you want
1: yeah you're right that's what so, you
0: but that's scary. <laughs> so, so that's
1: that's the that's the thing is that is that is that's called machine learning, right? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy what like the, the when I watch my three year old son, right, and he's playing with the car, and or he's playing with the little rocket ship toy, and I say rocket, that's a rocket, and he looks at it like, huh, you know. And then I walk in the room the next day, and he's playing the rocket ship again. And hey, oh, hey Jude, that's a rocket ship. And he goes, oh, "Rocket." And he starts, to, he starts to connect the dots. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have this in my hand again, and the big, my big protector guy said, "Rocket, this must, this must be called a rocket ship." Yeah, right. Computers are not as smart as humans because they don't, they don't have, you know, conscious, right? Yeah. But they're a lot, lot, lot faster. And so you can take that event and you can run it thousands of times in, sec- in, in milliseconds. And so you can really, you can take patterns of conversations. You can take you can take events and history and what will happen after this and chronologically place them in, in data, data points. And computers can really quickly figure out the patterns on how things work. Yeah, But running the results thousands of times in milliseconds, and where it takes us years to figure out like to connect dots, like oh my gosh, this is all related. Computers can do that in seconds. Yeah, and you, there is our our data is everywhere, and if and it's and it, and it's paid for quite a bit. Like there's a whole industry in in um, like hey yeah, we're offering you this service yeah for free. free. That, okay this But is, what we really want is your data
0: hey it's compensation
1: yeah yeah you're exactly that's what i'm
0: saying you think i'm getting whoa th- this is so cool like the internet it's free man you know uh, this browser it's free it's just helping me do this but that's not i mean not to there's there's a price to be paid no no there's no free lunch <laughs> well see i
1: i am um, I'll, I'll brag i pay for my email so, service you do yeah because <laughs> you know how i have that weird email address yeah i pay for it because you know and like apps i put on my phone i i'll have people like hey have you tried this right here and i'm like uh and i look at it and it's free and i'm like how is this free you know uh, how is this free yeah well not... no it has like ads and stuff I'm like no i'm not doing it oh come on you can just like look, look past them and like no
0: no, I, if, if they
1: offer, if they offer,
0: I'm I'll pay about, five dollars. I've been thinking about going to a, like a flip phone or something. You know, yeah, <laughs>
1: I'll pay five dollars for a good app. Okay, I, I would rather pay money for an app on my phone than to sit there and to like have consistently just putting ads in front of me. The good thing about Librivox is it's in my pocket or it's on. I don't have to. The ads are like in the way.
0: Well, Librivox too that. They-
1: I'm giving yeah. an example of how Librivox doesn't bother me too much because yeah. I'm not looking at I'm not looking at the app really. Oh yeah. So Yeah, but, you're just it's
0: yeah. yeah well, but, but I'm sure they've also got the same system going, you know. Yeah. Data. Except for they're get yeah, they got volunteers to read the books, but the app is tracking you still. Anyway, it's just interesting I can get closer to the mic the the whole idea of of, calcul- you know, calculating crowds, you know, but a computer can calculate crowds, but they can't, they don't know where each individual is necessarily going to end up. And that's, you're you right. know, it's, but yeah. then again, they can, but they can manipulate you into thinking that you're, you want to be with the crowd, I guess. That's actually what this Gary Lackman's book is about. The one I have.
1: Oh really? Yeah. It's called. Um, I'll give you the name of the book. I haven't read it yet. I have read. I had started it, and I read the summary of it. But I'll tell you the name of it. It's basically about that manipulation that happens, and he's and it's he's he's linking it to. Um, there it is. Dark star. Dark star rising. Magic and power in the age of Trump. Oh, and I don't think it's necessarily like a um a I don't think it's a book that leans like a certain like political direction or anything. It just happens to be that this is the age of Trump, right? No, yeah, there's there's but, um,
0: but there's all kinds of manipulation going on on all sides. Exactly. So you don't need to you Pre- know
1: defend it or protect it or make act like I'm not, yeah, but, it, but yeah. I mean, yeah. either
0: you know what that's the thing is that even if you were. Uh, on one side or the other or in the middle yeah you're like one side saying there's manipulation going on and that sure. side the other side saying there's manipulation going on on that side everybody's accusing the other of what the other doing anyway um but I, Eddie, it's it's a very interesting time to be alive but that's the thing reading 1984 and when we we're texting back and forth on what to do I was kind of like oh maybe we could do 1984 mm-hmm. because Kind of the manipulation in there is kind of the magic that we talked about in the Seven Hermetic Principles, yeah. Yeah. where they're they're using these the polarity and stuff. They're you know this constant war and there's always this enemy you know that you got to There's this seven or two minute hate every day where you're you know, but um, they're just using this mental manip- manipulation to to control people. That's interesting. So yeah, um, I'll work on finishing that up. Oh well, it's it's a depressing book man. I always hate the end because it's such a good book because often you're you're in this dystopia. I' was gonna say real quick okay in this dystopia and then where you're just like, you know there's these TV screens watching everything you do. There's people burnt, you know, you're, they're, they're taking the news and editing it Mm -hmm. and, you know, like just putting things down the memory hole where you don't, you know, and it's, it's, all of a sudden they're fighting one enemy next day, they're fighting another one. Nobody can say anything about it, you know? And then all, but then all of a sudden this, like this awesome thing happens to this guy and here's your heart, like kind (gasps) of, Oh, you
1: get in you get in mental you get like emotionally involved yes. in what's happening so
0: you're like oh my gosh like cuz you're in this dystopian nightmare and then and but it catches up with them man core yeah Compensation. I, don't, I don't want to say what happens cuz it's such I'm like and then all of a sudden you just feel like crying at the end It's like <sighs> yeah i think a lot of a lot of good books that
1: resonate a lot are kind of depressing mm-hmm. because that's rea- that's that's the real that's why that resonate so much
0: yeah there's there's not the the happy ending doesn't doesn't always happen or it doesn't happen if you want if you want
1: the happy ending that you really want then go sit in a field of flowers for the day and just hope like hopefully no like wolf takes a deer down in front of
0: you but like <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway but well, so the next thing I think we're gonna do is the Dao, right? That'd be really cool. Okay, we're gonna probably do like the each of us are gonna to take top five. Yeah. So then we can read like the whole little like thing. He, like and, yeah. Okay. Where well, we're not because we did ten for that, right? I think it was ten. I mean, but these are be longer, these just, are long. A lot of these
1: are longer. Like a lot of Epictetus' quotes or you know snippets were like short.
0: There was some long ones. Some of these are really short though too. Yeah, but there's some that are, I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, um, but yeah, that'll be a good one. It'll be interesting to see if we pick any of the same ones, because there's 83, I think, um, 80 in the 80s, 87, yeah, 80 something. But uh, so we'll pick. We'll each pick our top five out of the 83. You know, ones that, and then we'll see. What. If we have any of the same, okay, cool. Did we have a couple on the other one? We did have a couple,
1: so yeah. And then we had a few that, because of our different translations,
0: were like, "Oh, I would have chose that one if." Oh yeah. If if it wasn't for so, we're going. (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm listening. I'm on LibriVox. I'm listening to another version, but then I'm just going to write down the ones I like and then look over and uh, and I'm going to read over also. Okay. The beasts. Okay. uh, I'll do the same thing. You for, know
1: for uh, inf- for information wise, my favorite versions I've ever read so far is by a, a man named Jonathan Starr. but Jonathan the, Star Jonathan Starr. But I'll do the same is it, thing.
0: Is it, it one readily available?
1: It's kind of like how Brian Copenhaver's version of the corpus hermeticum was the best one we found. but it was yeah. also recent enough where we couldn't like find it for free anywhere.
0: Well, I don't mind paying for it's, it. It's Jonathan Stark. It's good because yeah. actually, the version I have, I have like a paperback version and it's not very good. Okay. I mean, not, or it just doesn't resonate with me. My second favorite version is by
1: Ursula Le Guin. I thought it was going to be Ursula Minor. <laughs> <laughs> the Little Bear. The Little Bear. No, Ursula Le Guin. Guin. is that her name? Ursula K. Le Guin? The, the woman who wrote um you know you know who ursula le guin is no ursula you're, you're
0: into all kinds of different things that i don't
1: well you know ursula le guin she writes earth sea i think
0: i've read her book um oh you're that's dave that you you that's oh, okay knows her because you've said something about her before and i was like i don't know who she is I've never heard of this lady. Yeah, this lady right here. Ursula K. Le Guin. And she does science fiction or something? Or? She's
1: done lots of books. She's done The Left Hand of Darkness. Have you read that one? Uh. Uh-uh. You would like it. Left Hand of Darkness, a science fiction. Uh, wizard of Earthsea. That's about the wizard, Geb.
0: The Depossessed? Is that her? Yeah, but I haven't read that one oh um and she did a a, ta- a dao yeah she. See, that's had, weird i mean i guess it's like Alister crowley like she doesn't speak chinese or right uh yeah but she was
1: she's one of the ones that might you know how people have some, some people look right here
0: 1969 dao De ching huh yeah because yeah, the one i'm listening to is really good the translation yeah, and it must be an old one because yeah. it's on LibriVox. So. Yeah, I think
1: I have that one too.
0: Well, there's a couple on LibriVox. I'll have to send. This is the one because because there's. Oops. Yeah, there's a couple different. Anyway, we'll quit. I'll quit talking about. So
1: uh, that's a good. That's a good uh, smorgasbord out
0: there. Yeah, I think we, we got some good things of coming, things. and we'll have, we'll do the
1: Dowdy chain next time.
0: What are you getting from these free apps? There's no free app. That, that's nothing's free. It's like, I mean, you know
1: how many... We're tracking you by listening to this. That's the thing. is We just talked about compensation, right? And do you know how many little phrases there are that everybody says every day that mm-hmm. explains... I mean, the whole you are what you eat. You get what goes around comes around.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, nothing's that's free. That's what, like, that's what Everybody knows was. it. Everybody knows it. But they want to deny it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, that's the problem with... Uh, what do we call them? Cliches. Cliches. Is that they're so true that you don't need, you say them, but then you don't implement them. Here's one. Whenever you whenever you see it, you <laughs> say you know. Whenever you yeah, see yeah. it after it happens, you say yeah, the you, cliche. Exactly. But when you're in the middle of it, you don't think that. Exactly. As <laughs>
1: though, we mentioned that. Here's one right here. What is it? One finger what is it what, what do you say when someone
0: points at you? One, one finger pointing at me, there's three pointing right back oh.
1: at you. Oh. It's like everybody's I, I know obviously I couldn't say because I couldn't I couldn't uh I couldn't recite it. But yeah. You're like, what's this? Like, is this the stick up?
0: <laughs> like, okay, Brandon, <laughs> what do you want? Just take it. No, it's, just, it's what
1: people do. I've I do not know how yeah. many times I've like pointed at something, like done this and someone says, Watch out. You have you have one finger pointing at them and but you have a few fingers pointing and right at you. It's true. It's like oh. it, that is true. Then all the like, then the universe aligns and you're like,
0: oh my gosh, you're right. Like I'm worse. Wait, <laughs> I'm gonna do it this way. So I got three point fingers pointing at you. And you should do that. Two, or you one point to somewhere. Yeah. I'm like, what do you think you're doing? And they're like, why? Wait. <laughs> no, you're doing it the wrong way. And it's like, no, I only have one finger pointing at me. Three fingers pointing at you. It's like that thing. Like, I had this whole thing I would do with when, whenever someone says something mean, you know, I'm half rubber and half glue. Whatever you say bad, bounces off me and sticks oh, on me. Oh, that's like a nice
1: uh, kid, I think it's a nice kid kidism.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But then you, you have to go into detail because you're like, and you're half rubber and half glue too. So, whatever you say, I I say good, bounces off you and sticks on me. Like, oh. you <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. whenever I was a kid, I, <laughs> I had this whole thing, and then whenever I, I, you say bad, bounce off me. And sticks. Anyway, the philosophies of a the philosophies of a child of a child out of the mouth of babes. Am I right? <laughs> out of the mouth of babes. Remember Noah? He's like as a baby. Yeah, he's, he's all like prophesying, like speaking. Uh, I got a weird kid. His hair's all like white as snow, and. He's like rays of light shooting out of his eyes. And you know, stuff. There's, there's this there's this uh, book I found on LibriVox called uh, "The Wisdom of Methuselah." Okay, do you know who is the oldest guy? Yeah, and it was all about his like him and women, hmm. like his wisdom on women. Really? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he's he's so old, he had married a bunch of women, supposedly. I bet that's a great book. It's interesting. Yeah,
1: probably fun. Yeah, so. Anyway. Mark, right. uh, I
0: had a good time. Me too. So we'll we'll be getting back uh, with the Tao, which has got some seriously cool wisdom. And so for somebody to write something like in, the, like be able to encompass something in such a small little and little verse, it's just like the, the Stoics and stuff. Yep. Like it's really neat. You know, it's cool. And like, uh, those cliches, you know. Sometimes the simplest things. Are yeah, you started saying you started saying a new one, right? <laughs> from the small, from the smallest. <laughs> we can't think of a cliche. <laughs> from the simplest comes the most complex. But actually, that that reminds me of that thing that we were listening that the guy Lex Friedman mm-hmm. about talking about how. The universe is made of super simple things multiplied. It is a multiplication of simple. Yeah. There's not there's nothing complicated the about monad. it. It's the Yeah, it's insane. You know, if you think of even old hermetic things and, you know, oh there's fire. It's like Pokemon. Fire, yeah. water, air. Wait, fire, water, air, and earth. Yeah. You know, those are the basic four elements. Yeah. And, you know, there's not anything everything's made up of that correct if that's true or not i don't i don't know but i'm saying but sometimes the simplest excellent explanation is the the best oh that's where i was going with that got in the hindsight simple, i get there it there we now. go in hindsight i get it now thank you or you're welcome brandon all right well uh,
1: we'll talk we're to you rambling. later yeah we're rambling a few a few more rabbit holes are on the way so we could end so yeah,
0: so watch out for phentamines. Watch out
1: for Fentimins. It's pretty. I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting. And um,
0: Brandon, what?
1: We're not, getting, we're not We're not. They're not sponsors. We can say whatever we want. It's interesting. no. I wasn't saying to
0: say anything good oh. about it. <laughs> I'm saying. I mean, you, but you and Anne both drank the whole things.
1: I don't know if she finished hers.
0: Obviously, I finished mine. And comment below. Let us know. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.